Where was Adam? Testing, testing. Oh, that is good. Actually, that's, that's where we want to be. That, that's where we're at. Okay. Mm -hmm. the record button um good morning good afternoon good evening and welcome to episode 17 of confessions over coffee how are you doing on this wonderful day Joel? not too bad i enjoying the sun it is actually a lovely day the last couple of days i've been wearing cargo shorts to find in my bedroom in fact that's reminded me of a story that we need to tell um Lovely. but uh joel's just dropping water off himself um condensation we've worked this one out can't drink alcohol for some reason, so we went for the Sidona. Um, because Only, it's mainly the because best. it's like midday. As if that's ever stopped you. Joe's an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it's literally always stopped me because I really don't drink alcohol very much. I, I don't like drinking in the house either, as well. As on, a on a, on on a, a night out. On a night out, we definitely have our moments. We've had yeah. many a podcast that has told many a story. Oh, yeah. Before, but um, it, in the house, we don't really drink unless we're on a night out. So. Um, but I know the, the condensation is dripping from the glasses. The ice Cond cubes are out. Condensation sensation, you might say. No. Would you not say that, Joe? Remember one of those, <laughs> you know, those bad ideas we were talking about? That's one of them. We were sitting down, writing down ideas for this week. And the intro we, that we, you will hear. It was just, some of the some of the ideas were shocking. Like, we were writing down, like, songs that reminded us of summer. And then we were just going, none of this is funny. <laughs> we're just naming songs. Writer's well, block. That is good. Writer's sunblock, actually. Cause Wait, it's, actually, that's a yes, really good idea. Yes. Um, we're, 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 we're innovative. Um, innovative? It's in the innovative. To write it, innovative. Write it down. Offer. Ronan can't spell grammatical. <laughs> I am a better innovative. speller. I am uh, also a better handwriter than Joel is. Which we've proven to not be true. Better handwriter. You, agreed, yeah, but not agreed. speller. Yeah. Not speller. I'm also agreed. better cool sense, I'm going to say today as well. Joel's word. Always just for the listeners or the visually impaired, which will be everyone because no one can actually see us. Um, Joel's wearing, uh, Joel's turned like actual like sports, like American sports socks into like tennis, uh, socks. tennis socks. European tennis. We're in navy and ne neon yellow We're shorts. We're sitting in a back room with a window that stares out to the great lands of Lisbon <laughs> and what is actually a construction site being my back garden. I'm, st I'm sitting here with Ronan and I have nobody to impress. Okay. And yeah, I'm not impressing you, mate. Okay, I know uh, you. No worries, mate. I, you're not impressing me, right? All the pod. So today on the sunny day, made us a bit reflective. I'm a bit just. We're just looking inside today. So um, even though we're actually looking outside, so yes. um, we thought of just going through, coming on the up to the end of lockdown. Hopefully, um, we're looking. Yeah. At, we're just going to look back through it. It's it's a wee it's a wee look back through what has been the longest year. In living memory, yeah. and at the same time, the, the most forgetful because you'll not remember any of it. That's other, very other true. Other than the fact that you were bloody well depressed on it. Yeah. Um. So just actually, just quickly on that, see going into like Tesco's and not having to wear a mask. That it, you, you actually, it, it's it's actually the kind of same feeling of you know when you have a cold, ah. and then you when you have the cold, you remember all the times you didn't have, didn't a, cold, have a cold, and you're so excited. It's gonna yeah. be like going back into Tesco without a mask on and being able to enjoy shopping, which <laughs> is hard. You're the there times. in bed with the cold, thinking about <laughs> normal life without the cold. Like, yeah, that was the dream. My life used to be so much better. Those are the good old days. days are granted. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Um. Oh, to be fair, I think we're going to be wearing masks in shops for a long time. I think that's, I think that's here. I think that's here to stay, mate. No, I'm thinking not not till maybe like 
uh, September, and then when it comes to winter, they'll put it back in uh, because they don't want another outbreak. And you'll, I actually think they're going to be giving vaccines out next year as well. I think it's a year. Right, let's not depress the listeners. Um, this looks <laughs> Lockdown like it's, it's sunny outside. <laughs> um, so, kick into the morning roast, Joel. Obviously, themed around COVID. So, it's called lockdown negativity. Um, what really annoys me is what I've just done which is when people trying to hit you with a dose of reality and I actually want to hit them with a dose of COVID-19. You literally just did that? Yeah. I just want to hit them with a dose of COVID-19. They've pissed me off. Look, I don't I don't need your lockdown negativity, okay? I don't need to be like, you better get used to it, son. COVID will never go away. This is it for the rest of your life. Just never see those nights out. Never, never, ever again. You want to be like, don't let it. It's always Karens and taxi drivers and yeah. they're always like, here, guess what I heard? And th- these are the same people who, you know... Those fancy tours. JFK's alive. I am and Biggie and friggin' Tupac are just... <laughs> way, way sh- off sure the, drinks. Where's Argentina? <laughs> <laughs> I was that old fella. Um, I know, well... It's it's the people who try and hit me with a dose of reality that one you don't need and two I don't believe. Now I think I've always come into this with too optimistic because I keep thinking we are gonna be and see the first lockdown, sweet. See in a month's time, it's all blow over. You know what I mean? Everyone's it's, everyone's actually enjoying like being a, like, a month off. Yeah, like a month exactly. off. Next thing you know, you have three months off and you actually want to start killing the people you live with. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well that's 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 mine. I mean, one of the great positives of um, of lockdown. And what it's really shown us is, and yeah, I am being a martyr, is our wonderful National Health Service. But for somehow everyone's going to bend this into a morning roast, oh so off you go, mate. I've written down the NHS for this, and this isn't roast the NHS at all, because I was very happy, and I said this to you near the start of lockdown, that hopefully one of the positives that comes out of this, it is, teaches the Conservatives... The, the, the conservatives just, just just about got through that <laughs> right don't worry don't don't, don't worry did politics right level um they'll teach the tories that we actually do need the, the national health service and they, they can't sell it off privately because if they do that if anyone doesn't realize we will be paying for uh, our actual health service and it'll get rid of the nhs and what they the actually just as a because uh, jonathan pye is actually a comedian but he, he subs it apart for me yes. what they'll do what they, what they were planning to do before COVID is to run it into the ground, make it not work, and then then it, once once they've done that, say it's not functioning, we need to get rid of it and privatize it to get money into it. Anyway, this isn't a roast of the NHS. What I'm saying just is roast on the Tories. Yeah, the actual thing is is what this is. Whereas I hope the roast is that after uh, COVID, they better not quote unquote ruin. Uh, what this is is actually what it is from game 2021 <laughs> I actually hate that phrase it is what it is as well um, what this is is what it is there's <laughs> yeah, a really bad version of that um, but no the whole point of that morning roast is the NHS have been so fantastic obviously and are so undervalued um, were before anyway and it's 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 just in hope more that, that it's not uh, broken up the part after uh, COVID because I think hopefully this is showing if nothing else how valuable and how much we actually need it Big Boris friggin loves it now he's talking about the NHS like it's the fucking best thing ever yeah so I think hopefully that's went in the right direction but this week is just going to be kind of a uh, bit of a timeline of our experiences through lockdown and some of the, the funny moments alright um just on, actually, yeah, kick straight in. Well, we'll go straight from the off. So we were saying, let's go from the start. I mean, let's literally go from the start. Yeah. So the day before the bars closed, um, it'd be great if um, my friggin' throat didn't close. Um, <laughs> where's the happy down? Um, <laughs> um, uh, 
we went to Derry, right? And we were like a nice few weekend in Derry, and everyone's kind of looking at this co- this this COVID situation, um, <laughs> like it's uh pretty much nothing really to worry about, and that it'll be short term or whatever. And I didn't even think about a lockdown until we went into lockdown. So we booked a wee uh, f- uh, overnight stay in um, Derry. Derry. Yeah, and next we drive down. I was dri- I was a f- I was the longest drive to date that I had done. In fact. No, it isn't. No, uh, there's <laughs> literally another story in this yeah, podcast. Yeah, which is a longer drive. Much longer. Um, See, so just, yeah, because with Derry, it was really nice. We went down. Um, I was quite surprised because I'd never been out drinking in Derry. And, of course, Baxter, being the font of knowledge that he is, um, he, he knew all about Wait, it. The 50p he? shots, the 50p shots. Yeah, actually, just to get this quick throwback to Interrail, Baxter, who unfortunately wasn't in Prague because of his, his uh, measles or whatever, because um, of the Black box. Plague, um, <laughs> <laughs> all the rats. Um, he uh, he was talking honestly. about, oh, we have to go to Prague because of the fifty p shots. And not only is it a completely different currency, but why? Why would that be something that everyone does fifty p shots? Fifty p shots. Prague was actually expensive. Can, unless, <laughs> unless I was going to say the shots were not fifty. Yeah. Oh, I wish. Um, so uh, Derry was actually class really good wee night out yeah back to um, punch one in the face <laughs> just don't explain it that just leave it there <laughs> our friend had a good time on the Derry walls um, <laughs> go, go no further <laughs> man he's a moment um, so then we uh, had a wee overnight stay um, in this like Airbnb that was about four doors down from like uh, is it Ansirla? Which is like uh, some Republican office that got raided about like a week later yeah, because it was like IRA men in the office. Um, so yeah, no, not actually the the house was unreal. Mm-hmm. Great night out. Then on the drive home, we we had been in all these bars, and then on the drive home, basically a text came through from our friends that all the bars had just closed the night, like the day we were leaving. Yeah, the bars all closed. Yeah, that was it. They were done because it was of COVID. so weird that that had happened. Um, and on the way back, of course, it was like. What does this mean? <laughs> so we we're all just driving home, and then of course straight into the first lockdown. Yeah, that was it. And first lockdown was a wee bit of a. It was like a shakeup because I, your my life became Call of Duty. So nothing else to do. Yeah. My teaching practice was cancelled, so um I had basically no work left to do for like at least a month as the university scrambled to come up mm-hmm. with something to do. Um, so we were just obsessed with Call of Duty. Um, it was actually see to be fair and called. Infinity Ward, who are the people who created Modern Warfare, which came out in 2019, couldn't have actually picked a better game and a better time to publish that game. That game was just filled me with nostalgia because I remember um, we we hadn't been playing anything and then Warzone, which is a very popular multiplayer game, was free to play for everyone and you got that and we were playing it, it was alright and then oh, we were like, oh wait, and you bought the actual free yes, game. Yes, yes. And we went on and played that. And we've played that game ever since. That, like, literally brought me back to childhood where we were, when we would have been playing Modern Warfare 2 when we were, like, 13. Yeah. Um, and it, it's just so crazy like that we, that game could create so much nostalgia. And we also became, like, quite close friends of Mark Chernick, which we, yeah. which we, we weren't... I mean, we were friends with them, but weren't yeah. that close to him yeah. until this sort of thing called. Um, we, like, literally a week in the lockdown. I think it was... Which is just into the start of lockdown. My mum basically, then the family went up to Donegal and then they came back. So we obviously hadn't been in lockdown yet because the police hadn't closed the borders. It was just before lockdown. The bars had closed. Lockdown hadn't started. Mm-hmm. Um, and literally on the cusp of lockdown, my mum basically has a sore throat. And my sister and my dad were in the, were in the car with her on the, way, on the way home. Yeah. 
Um, so she doesn't feel great, um, and they're kind of worrying that it might be COVID. So I remember my mum telling me, but she told me face to face, like she came into my room and was like, you know, right up to your face, like, yeah. I think I have coronavirus. <laughs> You're like, thanks, mother. <laughs> um, and I literally like ushered her in my room and closed the door and was like shooting through the door. Like, I'll see you in a month's get, time. Get well soon. <laughs> on my food through the window. Um, uh, so. We then then my dad and my sister get symptoms, then I get symptoms. So we can't taste or smell a single thing, right? And the symptoms at the time was a sore throat and remember the first ones? A persistent cough, a sore throat, maybe a headache, and that was it. Yeah. And there was nothing about no smell or taste, yeah. that wasn't the symptom. I think it was like a non runny nose. If yes, dry it, cough. Yeah, because if you if you didn't have a runny nose, you were that's it. Shit. Yeah. And everybody's sitting there freaking saying the birthday song while washing their hands as if that made any difference. Um, so I, I just stop washing your hands now. I uh, I'm at home. Um, obviously not feeling great. We all go get tested, right? Mm-hmm. But so my mum infects the whole family with this virus, yeah. and we don't actually know what it is. We all get tested, right? But my mum has come out the other end of this, so she doesn't actually feel sick anymore. Yeah. Right? Nobody was actually badly affected. It was literally, we all just thought, this is a glorified cold. Like, yeah. it's nothing. It can't be coronavirus. Yeah. Lo and behold, we all have coronavirus. So, me and my sister, with that, all test positive. Mum tests negative. She's raging about it because she doesn't get the benefits of being like, I'm a survivor. Um, <laughs> I'm a survivor of the glorified cold. Um, now, it's only glorified for those people who aren't high risk or like end up in hospital for the people who do end up in the hospital not a cold um so we all get it um and so we're all kind of like i think i'm immune now Um, and we spend the rest of the lockdown being essentially immune to a virus that we're hiding from like i've already had it i can't really get it twice in the same month reason cause of much frustration for you like the thing it was so different like because if you actually because things that we take for granted that we do now it was so different back then when I remember, like, masks weren't a thing yet, unless, like, do you remember the start of lockdown? But Sorry, before lockdown even started, and there were people wearing masks and shields, and you were like, they're mental. Oh, like, yeah. you thought that those people were the crazy. Nutcases, um, yeah. I remember my mum uh, giving me an IFA a mask. This is before it was all kicking off. And me and IFA went down to Tesco's to get the shop, and uh, some mum and dad wouldn't have to wear to the house. And uh, we came home, and see wearing the mask the first time, it was, you, you were sweating buckets because you were oh, like, yeah. this is ridiculous. You were so angry. And we came home and like my mum made us hand sanitize all the shop, <laughs> all of the shop. And it was so bad. And the thing is, like, I think back of it kind of going, oh yeah, the first lockdown was good because like it was so, such so different for everyone and you were able to kind of chill and things. I, I was not such a bad place in work. I was still doing, um, and I mean, obviously like people in other jobs, especially like an NHS, it's such a harder time than me, obviously. But, like, I was just, because, like, working in the call centre, there was uh, things going out and everything about, uh, like, not proper social distancing. And then we, when we finally got sent home, uh, when lockdown started, uh, I was still working 40-hour weeks, but in my house. And it was so, just, wasn't degrading, but it was just, it, it just for me personally, I just thought, thought it was just so, just, don't even want to say depressing, because there's the connotations. But just it, it just made, made me so down, like because you're sitting and I was sitting on this cushion, which became quite famous. Cushion. Um, it, was, it was this cushion. It was it was a Christmas cushion. It was the middle of March, and um, a um, and I was sitting on that for nine and a half hours, five days a week, and it like it it it, it let's just say it got it got a musk, um, <laughs> musky musk and a tusky tusk. It was so bad, like, and I was because obviously we hadn't prepared, so like I was sitting on essentially a metal garden chair that was rusty. 
and our rusty <laughs> garden table, which had like a wonk, um, was like uh, like supporting the computer. It was so grim, and I was just watching Breaking Bad in the background. It was now the good thing I would say is that you got through a lot of it TV series in that time, and obviously Call of Duty as well. But after that, just we went down to carry. Boredom, like absolute yeah. boredom. It was actually, it literally is a freaking pandemic of boredom. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, that's what the mask was. Well, moving on from first lockdown. So the first lockdown lasted for freaking ever. Like I didn't see my girlfriend for like 10 weeks or something. Mm-hmm. Um, awful. You were terrified. Like the first time you went to the shop, you're sitting there thinking like, somebody's going to stab me for the toilet rolls. Um, that was so bad. Like. Yeah, because you couldn't get any toilet rolls. What the hell was yeah. that about? Why did everybody steal the toilet rolls? Yeah. I was such a random thing to panic by. Everyone mm. thought, I'll starve, I, I don't mind starving to death, but see if I can't wipe my ass after I go to the toilet, we're all in trouble. People running around trying to get their fourth tin of beans and getting denied at the tells. <laughs> <laughs> um, aye, so, eventually, first lockdown ends, um, you have a little bit of freedom, You have then you have some awful nights out that you can go on. Um, so we can actually just fire the COVID nights out in here. Um, it's before and after the, 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 um, the summer. You pretty much get to go out you're friggin um you have to get table service you can't move around um it's just again another depressing night out um just i had to explain why i wasn't doing something just my colleague you know anyway um as if we're getting paid (laughs) (laughs) as if we make money good one sean bucket (laughs) do you have any um highlights about your COVID nights um that would be flashing forward to December because we didn't even. Well, I was saying because there was COVID nights out even after the first lockdown. You were able to go on a night out like we went to the five Did points. We go and it was terrible. Five points and um, filthies was awful. Oh jeez, man! Do you remember, remember that, that guy? Was oh my god, that guy said I looked like someone. There, I, I, so we were out in five points and obviously had to order food and I was sitting there, um, and being the big guy, you don't want to be ordering food. So I was sitting there with a pizza shirt and it was someone I forget who. And uh, this guy who was just uh, sitting on his own, drunk out of his mind, came up to us and all. And he's sitting there like grabbing our arms and everything. And he's like, and he was getting in photos and all with us. And he was just, I remember him saying, I look like someone. And I searched up who the person was. It was someone from Game of Thrones. And I looked it up. And I, I, was, I was just looking at him like, mate, I will put your head through this wall. Um, you're talking about Game of Thrones. Wait, and I slit your throat, mate. And like, um, I've never seen Game of Thrones. But I just looked at him and I was like, I hate this. Um, which will actually bring us on to fitness with uh, one of the listeners' questions. But um, no, the COVID nights out were terrible, and they still are terrible. I mean, I will say that night for my birthday was pretty good. I quite enjoyed um, that. That was it was it was so refreshing because we haven't been out for ages, absolutely. and actually sitting down just a crisp pint of Guinness at McHugh's was just so nice, refreshing to yeah. say the least. Oh, that was a good night, and that was just that was just before lockdown again. Yeah. Um. So then we we ended up going over the summer. We went to Kerry. Um, and I was already traveling the west coast of Ireland, so like I, which was I was only with my girlfriend, so that was class. <laughs> but there, um, you couldn't like went in, like we went to Galway. What a waste of time! Like, what's the point in going to a lockdown city? Yeah, to be like, <laughs> uh, and, and the, the staff come over to me like, isn't it about time you left? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we've been watching, mate. You've been here for two hours this time ago. Awful! You can only get like four drinks. I'm so oh, so bad. Asking. But. <laughs> Um, but generally, actually, a good a good wee holiday. Um, so my journey to Kerry was it actually instead of it taking thirteen hours, it, it took about thirteen days. But um, we, I, I was essentially taking my time and stopping mm. at nearly every county along the way. Um, how was your journey? Eventful. Um, so I was actually so excited for because it, it was going to be the longest drive I ever did. I remember like when me and my mum went down to see Damien Rice and uh. 
cork. It's like a six-hour drive to get there, and I obviously went to sleep like because I was a useless wee bastard. And that was ages ago. So we were driving down, and I picked up Ryan early so we could get uh, uh, coffee and breakfast. And then Mark was going to be coming as well. So we got me, Ryan, and Mark, and we went to uh, Tesco's. So we got the Tesco's, got all our drink, and got into the car, and the car was packed up the hell. And my dad already checked the car to make sure there was nothing wrong with it, um, so it wouldn't die. And we set off. I, I actually can't believe that I... We went down to that, and I, I was still using, like, an aux cord. Um, cause I have a Bluetooth thing in my car now, but before that, and I didn't even have like a car charger, so I don't even know how my phone lasted. Because you'll understand, the journey took thirteen hours to get from Lisbon to uh, Limerick. Oh my god! Um, essentially, part the big part of the reason behind this was when we went, were on our way down, we were like, we're fairly close to Clare, we may as well go to Clare because I wanted to see um. Clarem Court, not joking. <laughs> um, no, that's, that's, that's a reference. That's a former uh, former love of his life. Yeah. Um, love of his younger life. Writing letters in, in primary school. I love you, but I just can't say. Um, but no, <laughs> and uh, then says it. Uh, but uh, we uh, wanted to go to see the Father Ted house. and uh, Which I actually accidentally stumbled upon. Really? We were, like, we were like, like, literally, Anita was driving past it and she was like, It's like such a, a weird country. Yeah, road to get like, down to that? that looks like a Father Ted house. No, actually, that's how we found it. The yeah. theme tune started playing. Yeah, was we were at this amazing like volcanic, uh-huh. um, like it was like a volcanic rock site. It was amazing, and it was really like post-apocalyptic, really strange, yeah. and like nobody was at it. And then all of a sudden, there was a queue of people yeah. outside this house. You know, nobody's yeah. looking at the volcanic rock yeah. that's been there for like hundreds of thousands of years. Yeah. But the Father Ted house, where they literally didn't even record Father Ted, it's only the cutscene at the start. Yeah, phenomenal stuff. Um, but. Got a nice wee, got a nice wee photo there. Wasn't it? it's really, it's really nice. Yeah, we got a couple of photos, and then of course that's when the phone started to die. So we went uh, to. I love the drive. There's a few dodgy moments, like when I, when the like Google Maps told me something, and I was like, does it mean this or does it mean this? And then I swerved across three lanes to get off the motorway, and <laughs> and uh, it it was very funny. Like it it was kind of not depressing, but it it was like we were. I remember when we got off. What's that place called? Do you know, like the big uh, shopping thing. Do you know what I'm on about? It's like quite expensive shops. Yes. Uh, oh, um, in Kerry? Yeah. No, 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 no. Do you know I'm um, like on the motorway going down and it's like the, the, the motorway. Rings. No, it's like, a, like, a, like, a, like it's like, it's like, it's kind of like Junction 1, but like in the south. Do you know what I mean? No. You get, well, you get, there's a point where you get to the motorway and it's like, continue on for a hundred miles and you want to shoot yourself. And on the right of it, it's, it's, it, I mean, how do you not know this? We were talking about going back up, up to it on the way back. I don't know what it is. It's a shop. It's in Dundalk. and gets in Dundalk. I don't know what that is. I've never been. You're a header. Never um, heard of it. There's this shop set there, Dundalk, and it was uh, like, it was full of like really expensive shops, and like we were going to the toilet, and I remember uh, my phone just wouldn't stop saying, and can proceed to the route, which was like a running joke throughout the whole trip. But we got there, um, so we had to drive through Limerick to get to Clare, and then back through to get to Limerick, and it was pitch black by the time we got to the house, so we were, it was like 2 a.m. Uh, at the latest, I think. Um, Dundalk. Shopping centre. Shopping centre. The marshes. Never heard of it in my life. Um, I think that's what it is. But either way, so continue on to some of the stories that we happened that when we actually got there. Joel. Okay, so after the thirteen-hour drive, um, rolling the chicken. Did that happen on the drive? That actually happened. Not on the drive, drive down. Yeah. Um, so back to we were driving. So when we after we got the uh, Limerick, it was like a two-hour drive to carry. I think so. This is like the final straight, um, and we're getting there. I don't. I'm just thinking. Did this happen on the way to the house in, in Limerick? Because it was really pitch black. Yeah, it was. 
Um, before we got to the house in Limerick uh, that we were staying in overnight, we thought we'd just go down in our day early just to have a bit of cracking so that the final drive we wouldn't be exhausted when we got the carry. Um, so we're driving and it's 100 kilometers an hour road and I'm just sitting there, I've got the cruise control on and we're just chatting and it's pretty dark and in front of me a car swerves and I'm like, what the hell? And then I just hear a massive thud on the front of the car and, uh, and feathers are just like going <laughs> everywhere on fr- in front of me. Like it's uh, that bit, um, anyway. Um, <laughs> and uh, I look in my rear view mirror and there's feathers just everywhere. There's cars swerving behind me. And I think that there's a garage on the right of me. I think I, I, I'm sitting there like nearly crying. I think I've had a child. And I'm starting what sort to of like down. burnt child are you fucking going at? Mate, it could have been, you know, Mr. Eagle. I don't know, like Blue Eagle from, uh, what do you call that? <laughs> the Muppets. Um, <laughs> but I was panicking. And Mark in the back seats, like, like, like uh, laughing his head off. And Ryan, because he's in the front seat with me, is trying very hard not to laugh. He's just sitting there like, <clears throat> and I'm sitting there like, this isn't funny. I'm near crying going, I think I've had a child. And then um, we, did, we didn't actually know what it was until we actually turned up in Kerry. And Ryan, um, McGill was like, uh, we ran, we came across this like chicken. It was run over in the middle of the road, and I was like, that was me, mate. <laughs> I killed the chicken. There was blood in front of the car, oh like a God. small bit of blood. Um, and like they're all pissing themselves, laughing, pitch black. I'm sitting there inspecting the car. <laughs> it was horrible. That's awful. That is so bad. Um, I I don't remember seeing any of the feathers. Did you? St- no, it did. Because there, there was like literally remnants of feathers for the whole four yeah, days. Yeah, it wasn't good. Like, um, so following that fiasco, um, we. Oh <laughs> There's, there's, how do I word this? So, um, <clears throat> everyone, the love is in the air. Oh my god, <clears throat> what the frig is in the air, mate? <clears throat> so, love is in the air. Um, I uh, thought that Ronan was, um, we'll probably, we could possibly leave out the name just for a little bit of mystery among the friend group. Um, we there was a, a person that I thought Ronan like we were walking to, back from like the restaurant, um, after having her meal, yes, and Ronan had. I was chatting to this person on the walk back. Yes, and in previous nights, I had kind of thought that maybe Ronan liked this person. Um, For so the record, and this isn't a slight against the person. I didn't, and it's not like you have to be so because you keep it's 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 like you're turning the Marco bridge right? <laughs> when you're digging yourself a hole. And you're like, it's not that I don't like you because you're really important. Like, oh. <laughs> it, it's it's. <coughs> I wasn't trying anything. Yes, so we got back to them. I got you, back to the house steps ahead of ahead. us. You saw them, and like, it's like freaking Fort Knox trying to get in and out of this place. <laughs> so he basically tried to break into the house. We'll finally get through the, 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 and this is just the front fence. The house was massive. Break through the fence, and then I have come up with a cunning idea that I'm just going to, I've just hiccuped. I'm just going <laughs> to let the fence close and be like, it's just like typing around the code and be like, so they have a romantic moment at the gate. They both go for the handle of the gate. Ronan's hand and her hand touch as they get to the handle and they go, no, they both press the same button. <laughs> you push my buttons. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, that didn't happen. Why did that not work out? Because I wasn't interested. <laughs> I'm like, Why did you not get married after I locked you out? <laughs> no, no. No, no, but you, why did you not get locked out? I don't know because I, I just I think we I, I don't know if it was a case of me going for fuck's sake he's locked us out and going Joel this couldn't be any less romantic um, or like you know she gives me a boost and breaks her wrist I don't know <laughs> don't ever imagine them. I'm looking at you you know like and that like knowing like excited look yeah. like I'm, I'm like hiding behind the sofa and I'm looking at you through the window and you're just sitting there beside her with a really grumpy face shaking the fence <laughs> this definitely worked before <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're strong <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, 
Um, but no, there, there was there was a lot of couples in that trip. Oh. In fact, the only people that were in couples were me, uh, Baxter, Mark, and Ryan. Ah. And then even even then, who knows about Ryan? Yeah, <laughs> you never know. The wife beater. <laughs> we're gonna have to edit that out. We don't have to because we already explained it in the previous podcast that it was a joke. Okay. Well, it wasn't a joke. She was just a liar. And Ryan doesn't beat women up. <laughs> That's just a fact. Um. So <clears throat> we. Uh, oh yeah. So one of our friends. Um. Uh, brought uh, her boyfriend right, and we, did, we didn't know him right guy so, called Mark yeah, so nice had, guy. Had, lovely guy lovely guy I had to get to know him um, but like Baxter does this this like thing where he like he thinks he has a connection with somebody yeah. but over like m- like mediocre things like cigarettes yeah. so Baxter and this guy go out for a wee fag and Baxter genuinely thinks like some serious bonding is going on yeah and he comes back into us like, and he's like uh He's such a nice guy. We had a fight together. And I'm like, all right. And, and, and he's like, that's it. I mean, he, just, he just smoked a cigarette. Mate. What a legend. Trust, <laughs> trust, like, trust me. Absolutely. Um, but like you could see Baxter in the middle of the night. not Like in the middle of the night. <laughs> not just making him up. for fig. But he, you could see Baxter across the room. Looking at him. Giving him the eyebrows. Like, fig. Fig time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I think your mom was like, am I just smoking to keep him happy now? Like, oh, yeah. Just to give him company. The weather um, was prime for football as well down there. Absolutely. Oh my god, we we played football for um, uh, how long? We literally like a few hours. Was, like the we first spent, day, yeah, yeah. We all got roasted. I got sunburnt. Yeah, football. I got um, a bit sunburnt, and like it was great because like we were all we did a wee challenges where we get like a bucket and trying to kick the ball. Into yes, the bucket. To which many of us actually lost, but um, I actually don't know who won that. I, but the game, en- the game ended abruptly yeah. when, for the second time on this podcast, you will hear that Joel Baxter kicked the football over a fence and then refused to get it. Previously, to be fair, he did kick it into a canal in Venice um, and refused to get it. And then you and Ran had to break into some lumber yeah. friggin' yeah. shop to get the ball and like start hooking it backwards. It's not like the Da Vinci Code. It was... <laughs> ridiculous but like he kicked it. i don't know i don't know why baxter does this but he kicked the ball like like into like another house like behind the wall and we couldn't get over it and then baxter just refuses to get it and uh, that that's such a weird trait like why would you do that why would you refuse to get it yeah, yeah no 100 percent. and that, that we ended up driving is, around to get it it's always hitsies getsies that yeah. is that that is yeah. the rule and he just i don't know back i'm gonna kill him <laughs> i'm pissed off at him now yes now he's getting it next time Right. Um, it wasn't all fun and games uh, on the trip, though. There was a bit of drama, a bit I of tea to spill. Another, there's so many, there's so many people who were here, and so many mm. friends of friends. So, um, a friend uh, who was on the trip, well, I was going to say a friend and her, her boyfriend, but they were technically both friends of, of us. Mm-hmm. Um, were on the trip, and our other friend, Neve, um, was having a, a feral time, right? And they're already named them like, no, was O'Hara. Mm-hmm. I said I said a name for some reason. Don't remember what it was. Well, it was O'Hara, wasn't it? No, I already said. Okay, well, anyway, um, so Ran and Neve and uh, Neve, like for some reason, they're bickering or something. Oh yeah. no, they're joking around. They're joking around, right? Yeah. And, and Neve. Is, oh yeah, because she, she's like, oh, you'll do nothing, kind of a thing. Yes. And she wings a, a, a Dorito a salsa, salsa dip on him, right? Yeah. And uh, it hits him on the head. And, and I was kind of expecting it. Yeah, and I expected us to laugh it off, and that would be it. And they, he just got really like. A little bit kind of like solemn and quiet, yeah. And a little bit like you just hit me, yeah. And, and Neve goes in, and then we're like, You're all right, Ran. And he's like, No, nah, no, nah, it's ridiculous. That's that's too far. It's really hurt me. I, I, hate, I hate the way it gets on. And we're just sitting there, like, 
Alright. <laughs> this, this isn't good. Um, she made, she's got more friend points than you. <laughs> Watch yourself. <laughs> she was so apologetic. Yeah. Um, but uh, obviously everyone had a few drinks, so nobody was actually behaving on point. Mm-hmm. So um, it was funny because Ram went up to his room. He stumbled uh, off like he was raging. Uh, we were sitting outside in the smoking area. The smoking we, area. We need to actually the, describe the this. The back garden. We need to describe this because... The way it was, if you can picture the back of the house into the garden, we were just sitting on these deck chairs and we're just facing like each other and like where we were sitting, me and you, we were just facing like the house and on that at the very top there's a window which was his room and uh, <laughs> and he like turns the light on and then just walks up to, to walks the window up to and the blinds up. and like looks down at us and then he just shuts the blinds. <laughs> it was like it was like the office. I was just pissing myself. <laughs> God, love so much salt. I know. Oh god, the alcohol was involved, but it was just the, oh. it was the drama from which he looked out at the window at us and disgust, and then oh. just closed the blinds. It was like brilliant. Um, but God, love Neve. Neve was like really, really, like really apologetic mm. about it. Um, and after the next morning, everybody's hundred yeah, percent. Like it was just obviously drink was involved, but it was just oh my god. It's big in a drink, and uh, right, it's fags. What happened to Anita? Um, I so at the end of all this, um, the. Obviously, we met the girl who owned the house on the way in, and we were like, oh, no, everyone's well behaved 100%. Mm-hmm. So then on the way out, that never works out. So on the way out, this girl's there, and like we, we close the front door, and everybody's getting in their cars, and the girl arrives, mm-hmm. and we're sitting there like, put that thing back where it came from, so help me, so help me. And we're like, close the door, lock it, don't let her in, so we can all get we can all get the hell out of here before she gets into the house. Get the fuck out of Dodge. <laughs> so she's talking to you, and everything's 100%, and we're driving away. Mm-hmm. And then I hear from Anita like a couple of days later. I, I, hear, I hear from Anita. She's my girlfriend. I was with her. So I was with Anita a couple of days later. And she was like, I just got a review from Airbnb as like being one of the people who stay in, what do you call what Being one of the people who stay in houses. A tenant or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and she, the girl was like, Anita, you're such a lovely girl. But we've had to give you a really low rating. And we got like a one out of ten. Like we got oh roasted. God. And then she was like, people were smoking cigarettes in the house. Which to be fair, I didn't think had happened. But apparently it had happened. There was alcohol over the floor. There was like broken glass. And the place was a nightmare. But we all left thought, I it all looked well now. It's all no, scrubbed no, up. Like, it's not like we're, ni- we actually aren't nightmares. We are like really clean people. Like not clean people. But like, um, <laughs> we were, we're not going to leave days. a mess. Like, for one, I think what's actually happened is the smell of smoke is in the house because yeah. the doors have been open when like Baxter and Mark have been smoking, and that's probably came into the house because we were very suspicious that Baxter had smoked in the house because if Baxter has a few drinks in them, anything could happen, and it was really confusing because we left the house in such good nick, like we were like throwing bottles out and everything, and then like recycling bins, we were recycling, <laughs> <laughs> but it was that was a bit bizarre because we thought we had scrubbed up the house well. Yeah. Apparently not. Yes, just that just was not the case. Um, Kerry was. I was. I actually really enjoyed it, but at the yeah. time he went, oh, "I was alright, but it could have been better." Mm. And then when you left, it was like, "Well, in the middle of freaking lockdown, now yeah. you're like, I would die for a yeah. holiday." Um, so then, I mean, yeah, everything just goes back to normal. Everyone goes back to normal life. And obviously, then what rocks up a second? It's funny we put we've written something down, like some notes, and the note that I've written down here is second lockdown, non-event, and there's literally no comment to be made. Yeah, because I I, I I I asked you because I didn't even know like what like that what there was time a second, that was. Yeah, I was like, I was like I, I've been thinking of this is one continuous thing. Like I think it was in like November. It was a two week one in November before Christmas, and then everything opened for Christmas. Yeah. it was a soccer break or some crap, yeah. um, which didn't it didn't, really well. it didn't break fucking shit anyway. But um, so. Back to work, lockdown, off work, back to work again for Christmas, which yeah. is absolutely hectic. Actually, just in interjecting around September, of course, I went back to university. The the what is it, the prodigal son returns, 
Um, <laughs> I was very excited because it's a different actually, university. The prodigal know. son returns to the wrong father. <laughs> it was good though because I wouldn't return to that father. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not going to talk about Queens. There's no point. Um, but I was so excited because the thing is, like, it was around. It yeah, it was during like it was kind of it was before lockdown because it was like, what am I going to do with my life? Because I don't want to be working in a call center for the rest of my life. And it's not talking down about people who do that because absolutely people are more suited to that than I am. I'm not suited to that environment, more part of them. It's just it's just not something that I I could see myself doing or want to do. So I was like I wanted to be a teacher and it, and it's something that I uh, I think I'd be very good at. So um I was looking into doing history and education. And then obviously started doing that in September in uh, uh, Ulster in Coleraine. But uh, of course, thank God. In fact, really, it was all online for the first year, which is shooting oh. me down to the ground because I'm not driving from Moira to Coleraine um what three four times a week um would, would have been a nightmare so it's oh. actually worked a lot better and then obviously this year thank god we're well not thank god but like it's very exciting I'm all the listeners out. have just taken a massive sigh of relief amen. thank god for that amen Ronan he's all good Joel's a nightmare so like every time every time I have a wee bit of enjoyment in my life Joel's are either smiling doing his wee sarcastic smile either Is saying no worries like a condescending shite um, or just, just look at him. Look at his wee face. You can't, you can't see, but he just, he just I sitting put a hundred pound on Ronan completing his university degree. Oh yeah. So you can't hate me. You can only hate the person you so, fell against. It. Yeah, actually, um, give us some feedback on this. All the people who know me or Joel, um, who are listening, how how nice is this? So I'm sitting there. Yeah, it's on my birthday, by the way. Um, in lockdown, we're um, <laughs> I think it's my fucking birthday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's another Twitter show. Um, we're sitting there having a few pints, of course, legally in a bar. And uh, we're sitting there, and Baxter goes, "Mate, don't take us the wrong way." But I put a hundred pounds that you wouldn't finish university, and I was just sitting there like, "Cheers, mate!" Um, <laughs> like, thanks, mate. Happy birthday. Um, but anyway, moving on. Co- that was kind of covers the COVID nineteen right? third lockdown. Third lockdown. So this is the one we're currently coming up to the end of. And the reason we're doing this is kind of like a, a little celebration of Love what what Big Boris uh quote is quoted as saying: an irreversible opening up you know he was talking about going to the pub in a couple of days to get a cold pint and get his hair cut i'm with you boris vote tory <laughs> um so third lockdown basically it, it is it has become i was on teaching practice so it's become a teaching practice which wasn't really a teaching practice um and long walks and that we've only really done that in the last four weeks that's been yeah. the end of the lockdown um, so we've kind of chosen certain beaches now. The funny thing is, these walks have been cancelled for all sorts of reasons. Yeah. And um, one of the main reasons was, R- R- yeah, Rory's terrified of the wind. Um, <laughs> terrified of spending money on petrol, <laughs> more like it. Let's be honest. <laughs> That's absolutely spot on. He's an all right lad, not um, <laughs> he's one of our best mates, yeah. despite that. Um, um like we we were going to Castle Well and uh Rory, Rory kept making like excuses that didn't make sense and then he settled on where like <laughs> it's too windy. It's too windy. <laughs> and like it, it's actually just led to any time there's like even a blow of wind or like a small shock wave we're just turning around oh, mate, it's too windy, <laughs> too windy. <laughs> um, yeah we haven't tortured him enough about that but we will and actually funnily enough in, in absolute irony we went to Newcastle then we went to Murloc um, Bay Murloc Beach oh my god wrong place Murloc Beach a couple of days ago and went on this what was supposed to be a nice walk on the beach but turned into like a survival situation yeah. I literally thought I was bar grilled so I'm um, wearing shorts during this by the way I'll, get, I'll give you the opportunity because I've told to carry one okay um, so we went to uh, Murdoch Beach. It was a nice wee drive up. 
Um, Joel drove for a change, so that was nice. Actually, it was really nice to just sit back and relax for a change instead of having to constantly think. Um, It it was made. I will hang in my cross and uh, (laughs) um, get me up and uh, run false for the third time. um, (laughs) That's happened many a time. But anyway, um, so we got up to Newcastle and uh, Rory, of course, is parked in the drive-through church because he's that holy. And um, (laughs) we we go across and we go up the sand dunes. I've never been to this beach. Not that that. I mean that part of the beach. I've been to like the beach like on Newcastle. But not actually just at that part of it. But uh, we go up the walk, and it's like the weather's actually it's it's cold, like it is quite oh, cold. But it's a really it's nice view. Brisky height. And then within about fifteen minutes, like there's clouds covering. You can't see the morns anymore, and it's well, what you can see is snow on the top of them. And we're walking up. It starts which to is rain. really surprising because I was shocked. I was like, yeah. it's not even like cold. No, it was freaking cold, but it wasn't cold enough. Like we yeah. got out and we were actually having the discussion as. My God, imagine we've done this. We had a discussion as to whether we should even bring a coat or not. Yeah. That well, would have been bad. One one hefty lot walked down the beach later, right? And this is the funniest part. Rory has the idea that we should be going into Newcastle and have a coffee. And I think he was the guy, the one person who didn't want the bloody coffee in the end. Yeah. So we rolled, we rock up in Newcastle, roll up and rock up St. Everyone's. Um, I need to go to the toilet. There's no, the public toilets are locked. And that's the wind, the- by the way, and rain are starting pretty heavily at this point because it's like the wind's blowing directly at you from the morns. And it's actually like that windy where it's so cold that it's actually quite hard to breathe. Newcastle's when it, when it's windy on the beach, it also like it picks up the sand and blows yeah. it like a wind tunnel, so it kind of like hits your skin. So oh God, we really live hard lives. Anyway, so <laughs> we, we walk on the main street in Newcastle, and um, we're actually starting to get drenched now, like uh, yeah. dripping wet. Um, and I'm only wearing a jumper in this coat, and the coat is supposed to be quote unquote waterproof, but I got it from freaking Dunn, so that's, that's yeah. somebody, somebody's cheating somewhere. I know I'm sitting there, I'm walk, walking around in a pair of Nike shorts, Nike sh- plimsolls, and uh, <laughs> on a half zip, and it, it, it was not facilitated. Plimsolls are your I even put in, I even was wearing, I had her gel in and everything, which just didn't make the look any better. I looked like the, a wet dog that tried to look nice. It was terrifying, <laughs> and it was also that we were just we were going like from door to door in Newcastle, like Mary and Joseph looking for the inn. Like, please let us in. We'll take the stable. <laughs> we um we actually ended up a cafe near, and we sent we sent Marie in, and Marie had to do the worst his, his worst nightmare, yeah. which was buy us coffee. <laughs> um, so I'm sure he was pleased, but we transferred him the money. I actually don't know if I did transfer him the money. You transferred All yours. I transferred <laughs> mine to you to transfer to him. But I don't know if I did transfer to him. He said, "Don't worry." So if he did, then I want my money. I was going to say, Marie, Marie remembers. I'll ask him. He'll not forget. <laughs> we give him such stick for being cheap. And he actually isn't. He's not bad at all. But it's just funny. It's a funny joke to go with. So Marie goes in and buys us these coffees at a coffee Nero. And we... Um, Saw him writing it down his black book. <laughs> he's like, uh, Ebenezer Scrooge. And then, like, might not be friends soon category unless you're paying back. Um... And we end up crossing the road, but we cross the road, but the rain starts to get really freaking bad. Yeah, it's and terrible. You can see the storm rolling over the moorings. It's like something out of the freaking habit. Yeah, Marie's wanting us to go further in down to the malls, and that uh, we take shelter behind. We take shelter under uh, like a what would you call that? Just just under like uh, a roof on a building, and then we were like, no, we need actual protection from the wind because it's blowing the rain directly at us. Uh-huh. And then we get behind a brick wall uh, at Mods in Newcastle, and we're just sitting there watching. Just absolute devastation. It was it, it was actually like terrifying. Imagine the final trial on I'm a celebrity, whatever you call it, like the whirlwind or something. Yeah, yeah. That, that, literally that's what it became. Like you can see the the rain like being blown through the street yeah. and you can see the wind and everything flying and you can hear people shouting and all and it's getting really dramatic. Yeah. It's like the freaking day after tomorrow. It's like 
you would, do you know when you think when the, when the rain blows, it blows diagonally? It was literally blowing horizontally as if it was coming out of the morns. It was, it was horrifying. <laughs> out of the whirlwind. Uh, so some girl makes this terrible decision that she's going to buy KFC. So this the, her husband is just sitting in the car. And you can see the girl, like, you know, like, she's trying to get across the street, but she's slowly but surely, like, it's almost like swimming against the tide. Yeah. She eventually gets to your car, but she tries to open the door, and us three are sitting there, and I'm kind of thinking, I could help her with her door, but we're in the middle of a pandemic, and she might not appreciate that. Yeah. So we didn't really know what to do, um, and the the door is kind of, like, half open, and then mm. slams on her, and she's, she's trying to get into the car. <laughs> you know, like, you know when they're holding, I'm a celebrity, where they're holding the giant stars? Yeah. She's just holding the bargain buckets for dear life, trying to get in, trying to get into the car. But you can see the husband sitting there, you know, with his wide-eyed, like, yeah. is she going to drop right in her? Like, and she, like, she gets the door open, and we're just kind of sitting there watching this unfold, and she tries to, like, she kind of collapses into her chair sideways, and, like, she's, like, holding, as if she's, like, holding, like, a big bunch of bananas, just all this food. And then it just starts to just slowly, and she, you can see the devastation in her eyes <laughs> as it just starts to just slip towards the wet floor. And it just, there's like, we're thinking, okay, we, Rory penned it completely correctly. We all thought it was rubbish. Yes. But she wasn't throwing stuff out. There was chicken blown across the wet floor. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally into the middle of the yeah. room. This bargain bugger flies out of her hand. <laughs> and it was the whole bugger. It lands on the ground. And literally, it was so windy that the big bucket of chicken literally moves. Takes off. It takes <laughs> off and flies across the road. Yeah. And you can see her, you can see the chicken gravy like yeah. tumbling across the road. I mean, like the cars are still driving past. Yeah. Um, but the worst thing is we're sitting there laughing, right? And I yeah. literally can't stop laughing. Like, yeah. it's freaking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And But they're right, like, they're not even like, we can see this across the road. This, this, this is happening. It's not even happening. It's like it's almost happening to us. It's so close. Like, it's in touch of this. The girl is at my feet. Um, Freaking chicken blows across the road, um, and some a guy actually does stop. Isn't it? a van stops? Yeah, she thing. a van stops as if like there's a child on the road, but it is her child. It's the KFC gravy, and she gets her gravy, gets back into the car, and uh, she's getting back into the car. I'm still chuckling, and she looks out the window and catches my eye, and it's like one of them ones where I'm laughing, and I and I just went, oh, right, look, look away. <laughs> yeah, but you know when that car drives away, you're getting that chicken <laughs> dinner. Sorted. It was so bad. Like she even had uh, her husband drive forward a bit so she get the rest of the food off the ground. And it was just, it was so, it was, it was so funny, but it would be so sad to happen to you. Like, and the husband absolutely did not get out of the car. <laughs> he, he sat there angry at his dinner blowing away, but he did not get out to help. I mean, we were, again, I kind of, I actually was going to go help her. And then I was like, oh, I don't think I can. Like, not what am I supposed to do in this situation? Yeah. But yeah, no. Anyway, Rory being the good Catholic, that it, it, everyone look up the Belfast Telegraph. Rory, Rory <laughs> yeah. says some seriously questionable stuff about COVID. He's a COVID denarii. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 or what do you call it? Uh, vaccine denarii? No, oh, anti-vax. Anti-vaxxer. Anti-vax, yeah. He's not actually, but it's funny because the Belfast Telegraph twists his words and all he did was come out of mass. And you just hear him like... It, it's actually like that bit in the FTV when the guy goes, yeah, we'll give him another chance, but... And then it just continues. Yes. Where <laughs> he's talking and he goes, I mean, I know why they had to do it, but all right. And then it just, just like, cuts him completely off. Just goes, they're he goes, he explains his, his really questionable words. And that's <laughs> it. Um, he basically says lockdown should never happen and then realise actually no it should. Um, but... I well that that's kind of it. That from that is that is lockdown pretty much. We're coming to the yeah. to the completion. I'd say we we'll probably have another proper month left before like we're able to. Yeah. I'd say retail will be open. Um, and I'm sure nights out will commence. On the listeners' questions, we have two this week. We'll flying through. Um, first from Jack Core, good lad, uh, guy who could definitely beat me up if he wanted to. Um, mixed martial artist, and he's asked. 
uh, a question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope he's not asking something else. Oh, thoughts on YouTubers thinking the real fighters? Uh, I'll get my. Th- Jack's I'll, not a fan. Yes, I'll get my thoughts on this. So, um, KSI, um, which I mean, this, this is already like hypocrisy. He basically said about Jake Paul and said that like your man, what do you call him, Askren? Ben Askren. Ben yeah. Askren. He doesn't have any faith in Ben Askren to beat him in a boxing match. Um, I I kind of. I actually don't have a problem with it because my thinking is look they're making money and like I don't know if boxing has an issue with it but all these people are doing is setting up an event in boxing yeah. and it is what it is they're not very good realistically in a real fight they're not going to win yeah. um, and like in a real boxing match with a professional boxer but I don't know I don't really mind it the thing about it is I mean yeah I'm not too bothered as well kind of like what Conor McGregor said where he was saying um, it's not really for him but if it brings in money then they can do what they want at the same time, like the way Jake Paul, I mean, it's it's his whole thing that he's disrespectful. Like he he, he does act hard, but like realistically, oh, yeah. if he actually got, he, I would even say in a boxing fight with Conor McGregor, he get his arse ruined. Because thing about McGregor is he's a stand up fighter, so he will get you with his punches anyway. If if any of these YouTubers actually did like any martial arts for these people, they would die. Uh. Like and that's that's why they pick up boxing. But at the same time. And I know there's people in boxing, like fans of boxing, and, and who are quite like, oh, that they're ruining the sport. They're bringing young people to the sport, to the sport now. and people who could potentially be customers uh, in and the future I, as well. I actually think like, I I don't advise watching it. I don't think it's a great uh, spectacle. Yeah, I'm not even saying well. like, oh no, I really enjoy watching yeah. YouTubers box. I think it's a load of rubbish, and I think they're probably rubbish of it. Mm-hmm. But because they're complete, un- they're non-professionals. Yeah. But um. I, they have a right to do whatever the hell they want exactly. so whatever but I'm not as I, if they care what we think yeah, I, the, but yeah. I, it's not it's not good viewing Yeah. so I'm not say, I'm not supporting it like it's good viewing yeah. I'm just saying well they can do whatever they want Yeah. but it doesn't look great you know what I mean and the other question comes from good lad Jordan Dignam and he's asked your time at the gym health and fitness and how you're managing it over lockdown um, Jordan is probably the best example that I have well, not example, but like the, the best, definitely one of the best examples of a mate that I've had who um, completely turned his life his around. His transformation yeah. was fucking awful. Yeah, and it, and it t- seemed to happen over like one summer. I remember coming back into school and just being like, he has lost all of the weight. Like he, and he's in such great shape and he does gym, so far played him. Um, it took, like I remember, because everyone at the start of lockdown obviously being like, oh, this will be, this will be my year. I'll, I'll get into shape. Oh, and then it just, and then, and then naturally, as you would expect, like just the feelings of just being trapped, you're just going, well, no one's going to look at me, so I'm going to buy all the chocolate <laughs> off. Um, but like, I mean, personally for me anyway, like the last like two months have been good. I've lost like nearly a stone and a half and uh, actually enjoying fitness. So I'm excited for the gyms opening nice back up. For so. It's good fun. It's 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 more also having a goal of looking good, so that when I when actually uh, like you know university opens up, I don't uh, actually look like a hermit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I can appreciate that. I um I was starting to go down the hobo look. Um, my heart was too long. My beard was really long. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was turning into friggin' Father Abraham. Um, <laughs> but I uh cut the beard, trimmed my dad, trimmed the hair. We half mm-hmm. back and sides, not half, but like a fade back and sides. Yeah. Um, it's a COVID haircut look, yeah, but oh yeah. um, it's more than more than acceptable for oh me. Yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll definitely take it. Um, and uh, he's actually within earshot, so like <laughs> I can't say anything too offensive. Um, he, he's not smirking though, so uh, Jimmy can't hear us. Um, no, he's too focused on that block away to this song. Um, anyway, uh, th- that's yeah. I, I, my my COVID gym, gym, gymming non-existent. Do I plan to? No. Um, <laughs> 
I'm I'm too flat now. I'm not. <laughs> One of these days I will bother, but right now I can't. But absolutely fair play to you, mate. That's freaking brilliant. Just keep at it. Get the get the get yeah. the lost. Um, and on on the eve, not like the literal eve, but like on the eve, hopefully of coming out of lockdown. Any plans? Apart from an, teaching, an, an absolute night out. Just a night, a night yeah. out. See a proper yeah, free like, in the bar. That that'll be like so like. I mean, we've already discussed this, but like that'll be obviously when like actual you can like be in limelight. And, and they, they they're they're saying the cl- clubs and stuff are the last like they have them in one of the stages. The final right. stage is is clubs, so they they do have them proper like because I'm I'm sick of like not even that we went out many nights out, but just yeah. sitting at your table like even before lockdown we haven't been the limelight in like four or five months, and it's not that like I'm a massive limelight person, but. Just actually being able to have like a dance and not be surrounded by people wearing suits who are Absolutely. from North Down. This um, this will be one of these things. I'm thinking this podcast is one of these things that we listen to in about four months' time when we're mm-hmm. so locked down. It's turned into that friggin' movie quarantine, um, and like we're literally being like we were actually saying by July, mm-hmm. like line that'll be. Open. I'm dead. Like I say, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just listening from the grave. I've, I've lost all the way. It turns into misfits. He has his earphones in in the in the grave. Like well, <laughs> um, good luck getting Dalla down there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you want you want a shallow burial so you have connection to the 5G, 5G torch um, I'm a lot, that's it post lockdown plans have a fucking stellar night out maybe um, a wee trip to the to the mainland because um, the feelings are that the Republic is going to be in a state when oh yeah the, um, um, Donegal or, well preferable down Donegal which is a given but obviously hopefully like a proper like uh, next week somewhere yep. but yeah um, hope you have all enjoyed this week um, any kind of final thoughts good. Mm, I'm happy enough mate that'll do yeah well, well thanks very much for your time and yeah enjoy the rest of your week and sweet sort of good day